We got caught back up with Christine today who was going to crash the wedding of her sister's ex-boyfriend who cheated on her sister all the time. I was surprised how many texters were against her. Yeah, me too. Well, especially considering we then did a uh, big bag of questions and found out all y'all are mean. <laughs> yeah. Y'all got some interesting ways to put pain on people. We also were joined by Mike Bryant from the law offices of Bradshaw and Bryant to talk about if you get hit by a car and then get sued. Yeah, but you got hit by walking. Right. Very interesting. That was interesting. It was a good show today, so you'll hear it all right now on the podcast. Kelly Wood. When we talked to Christine on Friday, she was going to crash the wedding of the guy who cheated on her sister multiple times. Woo. She didn't know what she was going to do. She was either going to go make a scene or just let be silent but deadly. Mm-hmm. And we got Christine back on the phone with us right now. Christine, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. You know, I uh, I had success uh, ruining his wedding for him. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you sound so happy about it. So what did you do? Did you stand up and give a speech? What did you do? No, no. I uh, I just, you know, I was silent uh, and then just hung out and kind of stared at him as, you know, as everything went and, like, his recognition of me when he was walking down the aisle was pretty priceless. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, I just sat there smiling and, you know, celebrated their love um, as he was just, like, you know, looking really nervous and scared and, like, I don't know if I got any good pictures of him <laughs> at all as, Jeez. you know, the ceremony's going on. And... <laughs> <laughs> and then at the reception, he, you know, was just, like, staring and, and, like, texted my sister, like, what is your sister doing here? Oh, no. Um, yeah, I mean, she blocked him, so she didn't even get them, I don't think, until, okay. like, I told her I was there. And then she was like, <laughs> so then she started laughing because he just, like, the text got increasingly, like, stressed and worried. She had a couple missed calls from him. And, like, meanwhile, I'm just, like, dancing on the dance floor, enjoying free alcohol like you know living my carefree life because like i did nothing except like show up and you know enjoy a good meal and some some drinks wow man man let this be a lesson to any man out there thinking about cheating you may run into a woman who has a sister like christine (laughs) (laughs) not a lot not a lot of people would do this i am just i am and I'm sure a lot of people are listening now like, hey, why Christine was in the wrong, you know. I, hey, when it comes to family, is there a wrong? You I know what I'm saying? I don't know because I would do this. I mean, both of my brothers are older than me, but I would do this for them too if I found them in the same situation. Uh-huh. So did he, did he speak to you at all while you were there? No, because he's a coward and knows like, I think he's afraid that that would have set me off. But like, I would have just like, I had a whole speech ready of like, you know, like kind of like veiled, like you think you're happy, but you're not going to be happy because you're just a piece of <laughs> um, but like much better, much better written than that, um, that like only he would understand and not like her. Um, but like, yeah, definitely he, he did not. He, he he maintained like six feet of distance for me at all times. OK, man, that's incredible. And his his uh, well, now his wife, his wife doesn't know who you are, does she or did she know who you are? Uh, she does not know who I am, okay. but I know who she is. Yeah. All right, what are you saying like that? It kind of sounds a tad threatening. <laughs> well, has anything else sounded the other way with Christine? Fair I mean, Christine is gangsta, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there ain't no messing around. Wow. So, I guess, I mean, I guess it's over now. Like, I mean, there's not much you can do at this point. No, I mean, I just ruined his quote-unquote happiest day of his life. Um, and 
made him remember how he got there. And, you know, like, that's honestly, like, chickens came to roost, and now he can live his happy, you know, life or however long he's going to stay married to that side piece because he's going to leave her for another side piece. But, like, you know, he started his wedding off on a foot that he deserved. Wow. Christine, I like you. I like you. You got some wild to you. Everybody needs a, a sibling like you. Yeah. And, and thank you so much for letting us be a part of this. Yeah. Like, this is fantastic radio, and we didn't have to do anything. No problem at all, guys. This Chris- is fun. Christine, it was an honor to get to know you, and uh, best. I don't even have to wish you best of luck. I know you're going to crush anything you do. Or from punch, here. punch bad luck right in the neck. Kelly and Wood. I was hit by a car, but who's suing who? That's what we have up now in Better Call Brian as we are joined by Mike Bryant from the law offices of Bradshaw and Bryant. So uh, this listener writes in, I was actually hit by a car not too badly when I was crossing a street. Now there was not a crosswalk painted on the ground. At least I didn't see one with you know snow and ice and everything. And it seems like the driver is now trying to come after me to pay for the little bit of damage his car took. Shouldn't I be the one suing him for hitting me with his car? Well, there's a number of issues there. We'll start off the assumption this happened in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. So if it happened in Minnesota, the first thing that happens is you got what's called no-fault benefits that would start first with your insurance policy that you have. Okay, and if you don't have insurance policy and you're a pedestrian, then you get no fault from the car that hits you if it has insurance, whether they're at fault or not. And no fault pays medical and pays wage loss. That's coverage you got no matter what. Then beyond that, the question here is who's at fault? What what happened? And that would be fact issues. That'd be whether the police were involved, whether there's a police report. Um, There's laws about people crossing in Minnesota. One, you're supposed to cross in a crosswalk. If there is a crosswalk then the question is well what happened how much notice was there i mean it's an unfair fight it's like a gun and a knife what car versus a person (laughs) you know and so people aren't supposed to run over people in cars and so there are there the statute's pretty clear that if a person is crossing and clearly they're crossing even if not in a crosswalk there's certain things cars are supposed to do you can't just go ah they're there i gotta run them over because they're not in a crosswalk so it'd be a fact issue. And then in order to bring a claim in Minnesota, you have to meet certain thresholds. So the question is, are you really hurt or not? The the, the thing that's missing from that question is, is that person hurt? Yes, yeah, so I think not when, too badly. So. When they talk about, you know, can I sue somebody? Well, are you hurt? Yeah. If you don't have, if you're not hurt, you don't meet a threshold. No, you can't because you don't have an injury. Sure. The Saying the person's coming after me, what are they doing? Did they send you a letter? Do they have a lawyer? Did they did they sue you actually? If if you have insurance, you could turn over your insurance company and your insurance company will handle it. Um so or potentially your homeowners would handle it since you're a pedestrian. So there's a lot of insurance questions there. Yeah. Those are the type of calls we get all the time. We talk to people about some we can help, some we help by giving them advice that isn't advice that they want because it's like you don't have a case, but that's the advice we give them by giving them help. So that's your homeowner's insurance if you get hit Could, as a pedestrian? Pedestrian. Uh, poten- potentially. There's there's a lot of fact issues sure. that come into play there. Isn't know? that why like, most people in Russia have a dashboard cam? Because like fraud in this, typical, uh, this type of thing is so rampant there. Like People are constantly acting act like they're getting hit by cars well so they so like everyone has a dash cam in russia uh, well I, I, the, the tort 
claims in Russia are so different, and people are so limited in so many ways. I I wouldn't compare it to here because you don't have a lot of the rights that you have here. Um, Maybe everybody has dash cams, and maybe I don't. I I don't know. I don't practice in Russia. (laughs) You know, I don't know. Straight to the gulag. I don't know. Well, well, I and again, I know I'm going to another country, but I thought there was something there for a while in China that it was like better. Like if you hit someone, to like fatally hit them versus like injure them, and it had something to do with payouts and stuff like that. Like people laying in roads and things like that. I again. Yeah, in another country with a horrible tort system. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, you don't. China isn't known for its 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 excessive plaintiffs' rights. Right. So um, I, I don't. That part of it, I don't know. But it's it's not a really apples to oranges comparison of United States and the rights we have here versus other countries. So, our our system works really well yeah. when it comes down to it. And part of it is the way. I mean, a personal injury lawyer like what we do, we only get paid if we recover so we're not going to take cases where you can't we don't think we have a case because we're not going to get any money and and insurance companies don't just give money away because it (laughs) happens i mean you know and so you know there's there's a lot of good things about our system that works and it's why our forefathers created the system we do but you know china and russia comparisons i i don't know can you only practice in law in the united states um, well, I theoretically could associate with somebody in another country, and I've, I've done that on occasion, and I can post hoc vice, which means I can be admitted in certain other jurisdictions. So there are certain things that I can do, but generally, if it's a different, or not generally, if it's a different jurisdiction, I need to have some lawyer there that I work with there. And we, I know lawyers all over the world or all over the country that we work with on claims. Man, all how right. cool is that? that is, I was going to ask about the post hoc thing, but I didn't want to bring it up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- right. I think I said that right. We'll do it again next week as we are joined by Mike Bryan from the law offices of Brad Sean Bryant and Better Call Bryant. Kelly and Woods Small Town Salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Hoople, North Dakota, population 247. And a quick reminder, the annual fire department meeting is happening tonight, 6 o'clock at the fire hall. Got to keep all .54 square miles of Hoople safe, and that's why they get today's Small Town Salute. That was your Small Town Salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Kelly and Wood in the morning. And it is now time for Wood's Big Bag O Questions. Yes, sir. Now, these are questions that we've been asked over the years, and Wood has compiled them into a nice, nifty little spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. And I need to pick a number between what? And I had a couple doubles in here. I actually went through and cleaned it up. A hundred, one oh six. Working so, hard over the weekend. One to one oh six. Pick a number. 48. Okay, uh, go down here. Uh, Tracy had texted this one in. Actually, I think this is a kind, of, a kind of a fun one. What's the meanest thing you can do to someone that isn't illegal? Okay. So without breaking any laws, what's the meanest thing you can do to someone That's without not, breaking a law? All right. Um, I got one for you. Okay. But in front of them in line. Without a doubt. I, that's that's just disrespectful. It, it is. It's, it's not illegal, but man, I cannot think of many things that are more mean to do to somebody. That's almost got to be against the law, doesn't it? Uh, well, you would think. I, ooh, that one kind of got my dander up a little bit. <laughs> uh, I actually did something, and I don't... Now, to me, it was hilarious, but the person I did it to flew into a rage. Okay. I signed them up. There was like this app or thing that you could sign up, people for cat facts. 
Oh, I remember this. You can, and I, dude, I paid like 20 bucks and got like 500. And you could adjust like how often they would text this person. And it was just cat facts. Yes. And like you couldn't even block this number because then it would just text you from another number. Oh, God. It was, and you're like, if you, it would be like, you know, stop. You, you know, text back stop to stop. Right. And it wouldn't? No, it'd be like, <laughs> it looks like you've asked for double the cat facts. Does that still work? I don't know. I, I, I retired it just because it was so good. Because I would do it while somebody was in the meeting. Yeah. and Because every, every time your phone vibrates, you pick it up. Right. That's just human nature. And every time, boom, new cat fact. I'll send them one an hour. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, hey, I got one for you here. Okay. Talking bad about someone's kids. That's right. That's that's that, not right. That's not right at all. That's to me. That's the worst thing you can do to somebody that's not illegal. That is, is talk bad about their kids. Uh, a lot of people have texted this one and never done it. Nathan Emmett uh, said glitter bombs in the mail. Oh man, is that even a thing for real? Yeah, like they open it up and then pff, it explodes. Yeah. Like what is it? Mark Rober does that YouTube like where if people steal it from them, right? That's actually hilarious to watch. But yeah, you can send like small ones because that glitter. You're never getting it up. No. You're never getting that all cleaned up. That is borderline. That Honestly, that one should be illegal. Other ones, adding... Oh, this one's nasty from Chelsea. Adding a random bike lock to a bike. Oh, that should... <laughs> is that illegal, though? It's not because you I mean you're leaving What are you it's, doing? <laughs> Technically, that feels like that would be stealing, though. <laughs> I, that one's actually made me feel that's bad. A good, that's a good prank, though. Uh, other ones, texting it. How about paying for everything in change when there's a long line oh, behind you? I'm going to say this. Busting out the checkbook now. Uh, that's that's like the worst. It's like, come I on. I can write a check pretty quick. Here's the thing, though. Why do you never have it ready? And why are you balancing it right there? Because you need to know like who it is. No, you should you, know the date. Right, but there's got to be a quicker way to do it. Write in the amount and fill out the rest when you get home. You're the last person on earth using a checkbook. Have a card. That's, right. that's just way. How about this? This is a good one as well. Uh, Sharon texted this one in. Spoil a movie or TV show. Right. Like, right now, I haven't watched This Is Us from last night. It was the season finale. This Is Us? Yeah, it's or no, uh, what is it? Uh, Last of Us oh, I was like, on dude, HBO. I was like, dude, you're watching This Is Us? I'm avoiding all spoilers on that one. <laughs> I was like, don't that is, that do is that. So, I don't know anything about it, so I can't spoil it for you. Ah. Now people are going to text in stuff, I bet. How about this one from Aaron? Turning all their batteries around in their remotes. Because <laughs> you're not stealing anything. <laughs> hey, Shelly said, uh, saran wrap showers, shower gets, and shampoo. Shower huh? gels. Oh, shower gels. Hey, my vision's a little off there. What, what, what does it, that mean, saran wrap, like the top? You can what? do like saran wrap around people's cars. Get, oh, like yeah. that industrial one. Oh, yeah. I've actually done that before. That's actually not bad. Uh, getting all their socks wet. That's just nasty. That's gross. Because then you can't wear it and then no. you gotta go without socks. That these just are, ruins your these feet. These are all like pranks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that's kind of the best, best way to explain it. I guess that's original Tracy's question. What is the worst thing you can do to somebody without being illegal? Yeah. I, right. I don't know. I kind of like Chelsea's adding a random bike lock to a bike. <laughs> Jesse texted in the Dutch oven. That's classy. That's uh, that's pretty bad. I've never done that to anybody. Stop. In my life, I've never done Well, who am I going to do it to? My wife? You know I don't pass gas in front of my wife. Yeah, you don't even break wind naturally. And she doesn't do it in front of me either. We uh, keep it that way. Becca texted in Jeff Foxworthy once said he sprayed dough urine on his brother-in-law's leg. Then the dog started to go to town on him. <laughs> Jeez. This is a good one from Shelly. Take the labels off the cans in the cupboard. Oh, that would be terrible. That's cruel. That That's borderline theft. because you, you won't know what it is until you open it. Yeah.
Wow, I wasn't expecting so many texts to come in so quickly. That, apparently, we've got a lot of mean-spirited people out there. Uh, putting glitter into the heat vents of a car and making sure the heat is turned up full blast when the car starts, it flies everywhere. You're never going to get that out of your car. Dude, I still have confetti in my basement from New Year's Eve that I swear I've vacuumed, I don't know, two dozen times since right. it's I still find confetti in the basement. And that's confetti. That's not glitter. No. Glitter, just every single inch of your home will be covered in it. Uh, Kelly texted in a mean thing to do, putting dish soap in a windshield washer reservoir oh. in the car takes forever to get all the soap out. Man, you couldn't get your windshield wiper clean. That would be messed up, man. These are cruel pranks. Uh, Marlene texted in and says, turning a vehicle sideways in the garage with floor jacks. The car's not getting out. Can't get out. These are all extremely, extremely cruel jokes. Sticking a person's finger or hand in warm water in the past out. And then Does that really work? I don't know. I, no, all That's a childhood classic. Say, of all the times I've been passed out, no one's ever done that to me, I don't think. Uh, don't use my name, so I'm leaving names out on this one. But I put someone's email on a very nasty, let's just say triple X website <laughs> yeah. after they were very rude to me. That's the old that that's the new version of putting everyone on mailing lists. Right, way back in the Put day. Put them on that. We got someone sitting on hall wants to chime in. Hello. Hey, hands down, meanest thing you can do to somebody without uh, being illegal. Yes, is uh, we did it to a guy that we absolutely despised at work. He was going on vacation. We knew that uh, his wife would be the next one opening up the glove box in his truck. We put a pair of uh, women's underwear in the glove box. Oh he man, he had all. Horrible vacation. <laughs> Trying to explain that one. Was he was he able to explain that away? Uh, to a point, but I think that uh, it was uh, <clears throat> pretty rough vacation. <laughs> <laughs> now, Wood, you know my wife. Yes, she runs hot. She would murder you on the spot if if you guys were to do that to me and my wife. It would ruin not only that vacation; it would ruin every vacation from there on out. The rest it, of your life. It would ruin my day to day life. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord, Wood, I'm putting this out there. Please don't ever do this. I, I, I would never. I wouldn't even do that to you. <laughs> That's cruel, man. Or the other thing too is you could send the uh, the wife uh, flowers with a guy's name on it on Valentine's Day. <laughs> From some other guy? <laughs> yeah. Just Jeez. randomly send them. So what do you do in your spare time other than break up people's marriages? <laughs> well, you know, I don't get mad. I get even. All right, brother. Thanks for the call this morning. We're putting too much bad Mugumbo out there. Yeah, positive vibes only around here. And well, we're going to the trash flash next. Well, I'm positive that this gal needed to go to jail. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. It sure is. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score, put it up on a trashy scale, and a trash flash. We're headed to Florida. Yes. Brooksville, Florida to be exact. Well, that's where we have authorities swinging into a 7-Eleven gas station just before 2 a.m. in the morning. (laughs) Now, maybe they were going in and get a Slim, slim Jim. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little soda. Who knows? How about a hot cup of Joe? Maybe. Got to keep it going all night long, right? I mean, after all, we're talking about officers doing the job in the middle of the evening. Said it, brother. Well, when they walked in, one of the employees said, finally, thank heavens you're here. <laughs> hey, oh, I'm here for a bang energy drink. I don't know what you're talking about. They said, well, we called 911 because we got a person out there who's been blocking the pump for 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. 
Can you please go take care of that? So the officer said, okay, cool. I'll be right back. I'm going to go see what's going on. Always on duty. As the deputy approached the vehicle, he noticed that there was a woman inside asleep at the wheel. That was 30-year-old Nicole Pelican. Now, the thing is, when he walked up, he noticed that she had a gun sitting right on her lap. Also, the officer observed two glass smoking pipes often used for narcotics sitting right there in the cup hole. The officer tried to knock on the window to wake her up, but she would not. Had to bust in the window, and that's when she said, Hey, hey, <laughs> just trying to take a nap. What's your problem? Well, he quickly pulled her out of the car, got some things settled. That's when Pelican became very angry, saying, What's your problem? I got a license for that. I got a permit for that. Well, they went ahead and quickly searched the vehicle, located a backpack inside that contained a small bag of crystal methamphetamines. A little dabble, do you? And a valid concealed carry permits. Okay, so she was only breaking one law. I uh, know. You're not allowed to have meth on you when you're carrying, Kelly Jordan. Oh, okay. Look, I don't know all the rules. That small print will get you every time. She was charged with possession of methamphetamine and drug equipment and taken to jail. All right. <laughs> all right, well, let's give this one a score. Why was she sleeping, I wonder? Uh, maybe she hadn't taken Re- the meth. I'll say resting up before the big meth hit. Mm-hmm. You got to be sharp when you hit that meth pipe. You would think if you got multiple pipes, you're ready to go. <laughs> all right. Maybe she was waiting on a friend. Haven't partaked, but I'm just assuming here. All right, let's give this one a score, shall we? Come on. Sleeping in front of a gas pump. What's your problem? Trashy. Pull up. If you're going to take a nap, pull over right. there. That's, you're taking a valuable real estate. I need to get some gas and get on my way. I'm going to give her 175 for mm-hmm. that. Falling asleep with just a gun chilling on your lap. Seems pretty trash. I'm going to tack another 125 on for that. Uh-huh. Now, were the police able to see drug paraphernalia through the window? Yeah, it was sitting right there in the cup holder of the pipes. <laughs> Not hiding your drug paraphernalia? Trashy. Seems so. I'm going to give that 175 points right there. I've got a mayonnaise jar or anything? Right. I'll just put it under the seat at least, for Pete's sakes. Or uh, in the bag with said meth. <laughs> right. And that brings me to our next point. Mm-hmm. Having a bag of meth chilling in your car. Trash. I feel like that's trashy, man. Yeah. I'm not sure, but I'm going to give that a 200 points right there. Mm-hmm. Um, she was arrested. Yeah. 75. Um, boy, I feel like there's got to be more to this story. How about taking the legal steps to get a concealed carry permit and then saying, you know what? Now but I'm going to do some meth. A little bit of country, a little bit rock and roll. Yeah. I'll give that another 125 points right there. Because <laughs> it, was, it was legal, so I kind of respect that a little bit. Eh. Everybody has their vices, Wood. I don't know about this one, my friend. <laughs> but we'll give it a score. Are you ready? She did pretty good, too, in a short story. Come on. Today, our woman sleeping with the meth pipe in the cup holder earns herself a respectable 875 points. Trash. Wood. All right, so today we're going to change up, name that tune a little bit, where I will now leave the room mm-hmm. because it gets a little chaotic with Brian Riley and me screaming over the top of each other, right. trying to identify the song first. So mm-hmm. I will leave now. Brian Riley will get to hear the songs for Name That Tune. You would, you will time us, and the quickest one to identify the songs will win. Correct. I mean, it's a full time, like, it's not like song by song, point, point, point. It is literally full time wise view versus Brian Riley. So, yeah, Brian, you, you I, go first. I will step out of the room now. Uh, off you go, Brian Riley. You man the con here and uh, get control of everything. All right. I look forward to coming back in and winning. Brian Riley, song number one for you. Stop the music when you know the song title and artist. All right, number one. Here we go. All right. 
My Maria Brooks and Dunn. Wow, good job. Uh, that checked in at 1.48 seconds. Ooh. All right. I'm, I, I'm, I don't want to be confident, but I'm feeling pretty confident right that now. That was pretty good. All right. All right. Song number two. I need the song title and artist. Don't stop the music until you know both. Okay, here we go. Dust on the Bottle, David Lee Murphy. Correct. Come on. Come on. Up to three seconds and change. Ooh. Song number three. I need the song title and artist. Don't stop the music until you know both. All right, here we go. Tim McGraw, where the green grass grows. Yes. 6.88. That one took me a little longer. That one took me a long. That's okay. Now we go to the tiebreaker. Because I think you'll both be the country ones pretty well. Okay. Now, this is 90s rock. Oh, no. All I right. know songs. I don't know artists of 90s rock. This is going to... Maybe early 2000s. But that's that genre, we'll okay. say. 95 to 2005. Stop the music when you know the song title and artist. The Middle Jimmy Eats World? Wow, yes! Come on! Oh, that one scared me. Because I was thinking Bullock for Soup. I was like, that can't be right. <laughs> Uh, 10.3 seconds it took you to know all four songs. That's pretty good. I don't think he's going to beat that. I don't think he's going to. All right, we got to get Kelly back in here. All right, yeah, all right, let's so do it. Open I, the door. I'm, I'm very confident in this. Oh, yeah. grab oh here we go. <laughs> now, all Brian, right. you can now stay in here since yeah. you uh, know these song numbers. What uh, am I looking at here no, time-wise? Were I, they all pretty I don't, quick? Not, I don't want to don't worry to about you. the time. You just worry about getting the songs right, all mister. Right, let's go. Now, much I don't know why I'm being cocky. Terrible. Now, you will start the song. You will stop the song when you know the song, title, and artist. Okay. okay. I'm ready. So, song number one. My Marie, Brooks and Dunn. No, not Brooks and Dunn. Uh, My Marie. Uh... <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Wait, it is Brooks and Dunn. I'm fine. I need a quick answer here. My Maria Brooks and Dunn. Correct. All right, there you go. I think it's my Maria. 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 There's with an I A. I said Maria, didn't I? No, he's no, a Marie. Marie. Both times. Come on. But we'll take it. We'll right. take it. That was Did ugly. I beat him on that one, or is it? Uh, is this actually, cumulative? You have a. It's cumulative. Okay. So you have a little bit of a lead, even though I'm getting very. You got to be tighter than that. All right. <laughs> all right. I can't do that to Brian. Sorry. Yeah, come Brian. on now. All right. All song. Right. Remember, I need the song title and artist. Stop the music when you know both. Okay. Uh, dust on the bottle. Damn it! What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta let time go here. Who does dust on the bottle? Do you need me to walk out of the studio for Dang less pressure? It. I I can't think of the dude's name now off the top of my. I He's know got he, a sweet haircut. I know, I know he does. I can picture him singing the song. It's one of my favorite country songs, and I can't think of who. What the hell his name is? Can I get a guess, please? Dusty Bottle. <laughs> Dust on the Bottle is not done by Dusty Bottle. It's David Lee Murphy. Murphy. Dang it. And a five-second penalty on there. So right. uh, let me add the time Boy, here. I, that screwed me, didn't it? Uh, you're, you're in tough shape here. All right. All right. Song number three. You need to know the song title and artist. That was quick. Greengrass Grows, Tim McGraw. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yes. All right. Does that help me at all? Because that dusty bottle one is going to haunt me for life. Well, here we go. Dusty bottle. <laughs> now to the tiebreaker. This is not country. It okay. is. I said rock between the years of 1995 and 2005. Okay. I need to know the song title and artist. All right. Here we go. Uh, in the middle, Jimmy Eat World. Wow. <laughs> yes. That was good. That was quick. 
Here's the thing, dude. Dude, I was in top 40 radio when that song came out. I played that a million times. Your total time checked in at 22 seconds in 45, 22.45. How much of a penalty did I get for Dusty Bottle? You had the five second. It's okay. already included in there. Okay. If you take out Dust on the Bottle, you would have beaten Brian because he wait, he got 10.3. Oh, dang He got it. all three pretty quickly. That is quick, dude. Hey. But you were quicker on one... Three and the tiebreaker. That's stupid. Dang it. I, oh, that Dustin's on the bottle. Gotcha. Well, that's all right. We said my Marie. <laughs> he did. We gave him that credit, probably should have been a two-second penalty. Yeah, I would have vetoed that one for sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, I lost anyway, Brian. You don't need to win by more. Okay? Mm. You already won. Got to be the best. Kelly and Wood. All right, it's time for a round of Minute to Win It. This is where we throw out a topic, mm-hmm. and we all got to keep throwing out things that land in that topic. The last person that throws one out wins the round. Now, remember, it doesn't matter how many you say. Nope. You can have one, but as long as it's the last one, you yep. win. I think, all right, so what's the topic today? All right, very simple. This is a very cool one that got sent in by Bruce. He said, do pizza toppings. Pizza toppings. We can do that. And we are joined by our favorite German intern, Sandro, because Brian Riley is not here. And this hits home, you know, because I'm partly Italian, too, so pizza is... Oh, snap. So I'm getting defensive here, too. If you're saying something that it's not supposed to go on pizza... Well, you got to put your feelings aside, Sandro, (laughs) and play the game. Now, here's the thing. I was thinking, like, well, maybe I'll win finally because English is your second language, and I thought I might be able to win, but I forgot you have Italian heritage. Mm -hmm. See? So he's going to be coming up with some topics. Is it your second language or even your third? No, my English is better than my Italian, but I I know Italian. What do you speak, German, English, Italian? And some French. Me too. Every, we, time, we. every time we get an intern in here who is just so much right. smarter than us. That's not you, but we're good at this. <laughs> yes, we great. are. Come on. Oh, thank you, Sandro. <laughs> All right, here we go. Is everybody ready for pizza yes. toppings in Minute to Win It? Let's go. Come on. Pepperoni. Get it started. Uh, sausage. Uh, okay. Uh, pineapple. Ooh, no. All right. See it? No. no. <laughs> Sandro, just keep going forward. I Jeez. like pineapple on it. I'm not going to hate on that. All right. Uh, mushroom. Bacons. Green olives. Black olives. Yeah. Chicken. All right. I can get behind that. In that vein, cilantro. Oh. But it's got to be fresh. Salami. Salami? Yeah, you can put salami on a pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like pepperoni. Uh, Ham. Oh, yes. Okay, Canadian bacon. Anchovies. How about this? Extra cheese. Sardines. Ugh. Uh, Spinach. Spinaca, see. Okay. Has anyone said green pepper? No. Oh, Has anyone a- said goat cheese? No. Oh, Ugh. come on. You can do goat cheese. You can do Greek cheese too. Oh, you can. <laughs> what Sun a- sun dried tomatoes. Basil. Damn it. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> you got it, Wood. I know. I was holding on. I had like three ready to go. I was trying to wait to the last second. Oh, sun dried tomatoes was my ace in the hole on that one. <laughs> no. Dang it. I said it too early. I didn't know when the buzzer was going to go off. I still like cream cheese, banana peppers, ranch. Oh, yeah. Oh, ranch man. isn't a topping. Yeah, it depends if you're doing you like a just, ranch pizza. You don't just dump ranch all over the top of your no, pizza. You don't. Welcome to the Midwest. But yes, you, you do. Don't put no. pineapple, guys. Come on. Let's yeah, no, I don't, I don't like pineapple. I agree with you. To but be- it is the Hawaiian pizza. I have to say, I never tried it. So I, oh. I, I actually cannot speak on it. Right. But like, if I tell my Italian family, 
oh, I, I'm going to eat pineapple pizza now from now on, they're going to kill me. I think. He, yeah. Here's what you do. You make the pizza without the pineapple on it and then put the pineapple on right before you eat. Because there's too much water in pineapple. Then, no. it, then it turns out. Oh, I could have said mushrooms. Plus, I said mushrooms, I said mushrooms are mushrooms. way early. Oh, you did? Oh, you yeah. did. All right, take okay. it easy. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody said, uh, you're not even supposed to bake pineapple. It can kill you. Something like that. Uh, that sounds completely made up, but <laughs> hey, if it's a show, you know, we'll go with it. Make up right. show. Who won? You won one with your basil. Fine. Very good. I had a hunch you would win this one. Ah, feels good. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. Now, I always thought that Uncle Sam was just an artist rendering of somebody like, this is what the patriotic American looks like, right? Okay. Now, the artist was James Montgomery Flagg. He is the one who originally drew the picture that we've all come to know as Uncle Sam, the guy with the white hair, the starred hat on, pointing. Finger pointing. Right, I want you. Well, that was actually modeled after a real man named Samuel Wilson. Hmm. Samuel Wilson was a meat packer from Troy, New York, who supplied barrels of beef to the United States Army during the War of 1812. When James Montgomery Flagg was designing Uncle Sam, he thought, I can't think of a more patriotic American in my life than Samuel Wilson. So he designed Uncle Sam to look like Samuel Wilson. So when you see those old pictures of Uncle Sam, that was actually designed after a real guy. A grizzled old vet. Right. Who supplied meat to the army during the War of 1812. This is a quick one today. I don't have a, a much other places to go with this. No. But, but that I thought that was pretty interesting. That's not bad. For a time, there was actually a female Uncle Sam. It wasn't Uncle Sam, and I don't I can't I'm not hundred percent sure what her name is. But there was a there was a female version of Uncle Sam too for women to join the USO and things like that. But that's not Rosie the Riveter. Rosie the Riveter no. was, hey, let's kick butt here at home. Right. The female And I believe Rosie the Riveter was a real person too that they based that off yeah, of. Yeah, I think it was, hundred percent, yeah. Because the way that, you know, women stepped up during World War World War One and World War Two back here at home and doing jobs. Right. So sometimes the female version of Uncle Sam was called Lady Columbia or Miss Columbia. Okay. Dr. Well, she looked like Statue of Liberty. No, she looked. She was actually a, a fairly attractive, <laughs> fairly attractive wow. depiction. Because you don't want some grizzled old lady on there. That's true. You know. Yeah. But either way, now you know that Uncle Sam was designed after a real guy. That's not bad. Thanks. It was a quick one. Today. I saw that they're bringing back uh, the in the army, uh, like ad advertisement campaign. Remember the old when we were little kids, you know, in the army. Yeah, that like, like song. I saw somewhere that they were planning on bringing that back. You remember that old Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines? Those old commercials. No, it was like art. It was like just a generic armed forces commercial that would run. And which one was uh, be the be-, be all that you can be? Was that Army? Was, or was that, that Marines? Marines? What was Army of Army of One? Was Mar- no Army. Army. That, army, that would yeah. make sense. Yeah, <laughs> now, Army of One. Join the Navy. I didn't know. Was it the Salvation <laughs> Army? <laughs> All right. I have no idea where this one didn't take off, guys. On that ignorance, we shall close out. Maybe it's just me, but we started out high. We yeah, started right. out good. Mm. She took a fizzle towards the end there. But you know what? I'll have another one for you tomorrow and the day after that. And all week long, I'm going to do it because I don't mind looking you right in the face when only I find something interesting and saying, ha, 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 Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track, our first break from 5.40 in the morning. Uh, we talked about me going to the Goodwill to get my daughter a CD player. And my daughter. The little apple of my eye, as gorgeous as she is, took one of the most butt-ugly pictures last year, and I'm not doing it again. All right, we got all that coming up right now in our bonus track, our first break from 540 in the morning. Kelly and Wood. Acceptable, sir. Check, check, check it. Uh. 
short week for us. Thursday and Friday we're off because you're off. Thank God. You're off to gamble. I got to tell you this. Normally, I don't care. I, I don't mind coming to work. I like it. I love a good routine. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't bother me to work. Yes. But seeing the weather for Thursday and Friday, I'm like, thank God I'm not going to have to drive in yet again. How's this positive vibes only? And I guess back, you're not driving. I, no, yeah, listen. <laughs> listen to what I'm telling you. It's it's my inflection that's making it uh, yeah. sound as if I'm angry. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, my emphasis is on the wrong syllable. Yes. But what I'm saying to you is the fact that Thank the Lord I do not have to drive in again in inclement weather is a blessing. Is it so inclement weather or inclement? In, it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> Are you just going a little bit by a little bit That's weather? That's right. Inclement weather. <laughs> I t- you have to take it piece by piece or you get buried by this mess, man. Oh. As, I was, as I was shoveling my driveway for the umpteenth time this uh-huh. weekend, I was just like, I, what the hell is going on? Yeah. And then looking ahead at the weather, and we're supposed to get like nine more inches. Now, will that break the record finally? I don't know. What is the record? I, I, I know in the St. Cloud record, we're, we're getting close. All to right. It. Well, we have a machine right in front I believe, of and someone can correct me if I'm wrong, I, I believe high school baseball starts practice this week. Oh, fun. Like, think of, like, the Twins. The Twins opening day is, like, not that long away. Like, I think it's, like, at the end of March. Wait a second. Beginning of April. The all-time snowiest winter for St. Cloud was 55.1 inches. I know we've broken that. No, that's... That, yeah. that can't be right, because we got like 68 or something like that right now. We're, we're past that. In fact, I think we were up in the 70s like a week or two ago. Okay. So well, I... got to get to the bottom. That whole thing is... I, I don't understand like how they register. Like I don't know if it's like standing, snowfall, or whatever it is. Honestly, I couldn't care. Somebody just tells me what it is. And I'll believe it. Yeah. Can I bring another question to the forefront? We had a texter last week yeah. that said the state of Minnesota passed a law that this was our final daylight savings time. Right. Like, we're locked in after this. I, is that true, though? I don't know. <laughs> I thought it would be a bigger deal if it <laughs> That's was what I true. I, although I am sick of people. Okay. Maybe I'm, maybe it's just me. Uh, but if an hour can disrupt your life that much... You got to get some other things on track, man. Like people are like, "Oh man, I'm so, sorry, I'm feeling a little foggy. I'm off one hour." It's one freaking You've never accidentally woke up 1 hour early for work? Here's the deal. You don't understand sleep rhythm. And I do cuz I'm in class. Yes, I dated a sleep technologist for a long time. I am currently taking a sleep class at St. Cloud State. Right. And uh, it's your circadian rhythm. I know what circadian rhythm is. Your sleep rhythm, your the level of sleep that you're in. I'll be real with you. My son was up at 2 a.m. this morning. Yeah, but your son is uh, is always getting up at odd times. <laughs> you just you just knocked my computer screen off, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is that cutting too deep that your son wakes up at odd times? Pooing all over my kid. I, it was hard for me to fall asleep last night. Uh, you're, you're too fragile then. <laughs> if one hour can throw you off that much... You're too fragile. My body is a finely tuned machine. You should get up and move around once in a while instead of sitting in your lazy boy all weekend watching sports. Watch it. Maybe exert a little physical energy. You'd be tired at the end of a day. People texting, yes, it is true. I heard that on Saturday that it was passed from Seabird. Apparently, this law in Minnesota. So Okay, that would be awesome because that first time the sun goes down at 4.30 in the afternoon is... That's a bad one. But it's going to screw you up for other time zones and like TV watching and stuff. Only for a few months. Because... Uh, so what is it, it, October to March, right? When it falls back, right. are we not falling with it? It'd be awesome if we didn't. 
Uh, Tabitha, she, of course, in childcare, texted in and says, Kelly, that one hour is horrible on kiddos. Today is going to be an interesting day. And I do feel bad for anyone dealing with the kiddos today. Maybe kids, yes. But as a grown up, mm-hmm. if one hour can totally derail your entire life. It does for me. <laughs> You're always, I know when you get a bad night, Steve, because you talk to me with your eyes closed. <laughs> oh, I see. And, like this. <laughs> I can always tell when you're tired because you talk to me with your eyes closed. Hey. As if you're trying to sneak in about 30 seconds of sleep between sentences. When I used to drive truck, when I used to deliver car parts. You make it sound like you drove a semi. I would. I would lean my head back and just keep my eyes open just enough yeah. where I could see the taillights in front of me. As long as those were bright red, I knew I could just, and then boom, open. All right, good. Well, that is, that sounds... I'm a master of mastering my circadian rhythm. That sounds safe. No, it wasn't. Well, I mean, we were stopped at a light. I wasn't doing it down the highway. Right, but I'm just saying. Yeah. I will tell you this. I I was a terrible sleeper. Well, when I was drinking all the time, that screws up your sleep. You think you're getting sleep, but you're not. Your your body is just passed out. You're not you're not getting the restorative sleep that you need to get. The REM sleep, if you will. Right, REM, rapid eye movement. Yeah. You didn't know that. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> it's in chapter two. But now I have such a strict pattern. Here's how my night goes: eight thirty, start packing up my Livia stuff for the next day. Nice. At at eight, no, at eight, I take a one milligram melatonin. Nice. Because you're not supposed to take that much, and you would know that if you paid attention in class. I you, take twenty five. Right, you take way too much. And that's why you talk to me with your eyes closed the next day because it's still in your system. Nonsense. <laughs> so 8 o'clock melatonin, 8.30 start packing up my Livia stuff, finish up my bedtime tea, in bed by 9 o'clock. Now I fall asleep by 9.05. Good for you. It's insane. You're welcome. Once you, What did you do? I taught you. I taught you the way of having <laughs> a bedtime to, routine. I've been trying to teach you how to sleep for years. <laughs> And you won't listen. Bedtime routine, it's important, man. I dated a sleep technologist. She got me on the right path, but then I started I had started to like the drink more than I liked the sleep, and that kind of messed me up for about 20 years. Yeah, it'll get you. But now I'm back on track. I didn't drink at all this weekend. My wife sprays lavender in our room, That's and that smell help. is supposed to like help right. knock you into the sleepy time as well, so it's good. Uh, people texting in, daylight savings time has been not been passed yet. It's held up in Congress right now from Lisa. Now, that's the national one, right. but someone said the state of Minnesota passed it. So, like, I think, isn't, isn't it Arizona doesn't do it, right? Hawaii yeah. doesn't do it. Indiana wasn't doing it, but I think they got on board. So, like, there are a couple of different states that don't do it. Uh, the hope is that the federal government will pass the daylight savings time bill this season from Corey. So, okay. I, Fingers crossed. Isn't it ridiculous that we have to wait for a bunch of morons and yahoos in Washington to get right. off their keister to do something very common sense? Well, and you know what they always do that I've only learned recently is they'll have something this simple. And then they'll tack a million other things onto it that they want. Pork and then, belly, as they call it. Right, yes. <laughs> and then it, it ends up held up forever. Yeah. I, I didn't really, I didn't, you know what's funny? I didn't even know they did that till like five years ago. Because there'll be like a $35 trillion thing on there. Well, because you would hear something that was so common sense, and you'd be like, well, why didn't they just pass that? Well, and like, oh, well, they tacked on all this other stuff that no one agreed with. And then what they do is then when it comes to re-election time, when you see the commercials, it's like, right. you know, so-and-so voted against... They voted against, you know, you know feeding children. Right. Like, well, yeah, but there was, you know, and well, I hate politics. So do I, brother. That's why we don't talk politics here. Man. Never should. But anyway, so yeah, in case you missed through all of that, there is more snow on the way this week. It is an hour later than it normally... Normally, they only be 4.55, right? Mm-hmm. Just ready for a break. And here it is. Let's go. Uh, boy, and you know what's funny, dude? I had to buy something over the weekend that I have not bought one of these in forever, and it was a CD player. 
Oh, so, <laughs> I know. Okay. I, like I have, I have DJ CD players for when I used to DJ weddings, but they're more like big and bulky and mm-hmm. you know commercial size and everything else. But my daughter, we were at Barnes and Noble, and my daughter likes my daughter likes alternative kind of kind of funky. I'll, I'll be honest with you, and I hope she doesn't hear this. My daughter is 100% going to be a pothead when she grows up. I can tell it already by the music that she likes now. Oh, yeah. I, I can just feel it. In, What's in, she jamming to, Bob Marley? No, but it's just a lot of like funky kind of... It's just it's just funky music. Anyway, <laughs> we were at Barnes & Noble because she wanted to buy an F. Scott Fitzgerald book, which is so beyond my understanding, I don't even get it. Is that the guy from The Great Gatsby? He did The Great... Uh, Minnesota resident, actually. F. Scott Fitzgerald. Really? Yeah. So now he's not the same guy who wrote the national anthem. That's Francis Scott Key. Right. All right. But they, they might have known each other. Probably. You know, they probably crossed same paths circles. At some point. Same Francis circles. <laughs> but anyway, so she wanted a uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald book, which I was like, okay, cool. I'm not going to say no to that. And then she got some funky. She's like, Dad, can I get this CD too? I was like, Well, can't you just get it on Spotify? Like, do we got to buy the CD? Right. She was like, well, I really want the CD. I was like, all right, fine. We'll get you. But we didn't, then we're looking around the house and like, we don't even own a CD player. What CD was it? I can't. Paramore, I think. Okay. Or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> but it, it, she's into good music, so I'll give her that. Like, she doesn't like a lot of the pop stuff that's on the radio. She does a deep dive into music with actual instruments and everything else. Her own path. Because she's learning to play the bass. and She's a cool kid, man. Right. My daughter is cooler at 13 than I have yet to accomplish to this day. How much did a CD player cost you? Well, that's the funny thing. I was like, well, let's, I was like, shoot, it's 530. I was like, you know what? Let's just run to Goodwill and see if we can't grab one real quick. Why not? <laughs> I was like, they, they probably have them stacked. Well, they always got a shelf of just like old electronics just kind of thrown on a shelf. You know, right. it's, it's beggars choosers. You know what I mean? So we walk in there and it's like, I got her a CD player for four ninety nine. That's four dollars and ninety nine cents to me and you. That's not bad. I was like Presley, this is gonna sound like crap, but it'll it'll get you through mm-hmm. until we can figure out. Because she's like, well, I want a turntable. I was like, all right, when you get a turntable, we're going old school, dude. Yeah, like the old school, like in your parents' living room, turntable, cassette deck, CD player. She's you, big towering speakers. Yeah. So it was just funny. I was like, I have not bought a CD player, and I don't know how long. And so I was just like, I don't even know. Will they even have them at? The, do they sell CD players at like Best Buy or Best something Buy like that? Anymore? I don't think so. Like, I, I guess maybe because everything's a Bluetooth speaker now, right? Right. All music's practically digital. You at can't this point. buy a boombox anymore. I don't think. Yeah. I don't know though. It's just it's a bizarre thing to not be able to find. But you know what? We you say that, but you go back what 15, 20 years ago, and you couldn't find a record player anywhere. Right now, now all of a sudden, back. records are the in thing. Record yeah. players are and. I honestly, with my record player, I I figured out that there's a different type of record. Like the one record my play, no one makes. Oh, that's like a set. It plays like 77 RPMs, doesn't it? Yeah, like it's something totally different. Mine have to be like these. And these records that I have to get are like hard as dish plates. Right. They're like clay. They're acetate. Yeah. That's what those are. I have two record players from when I learned to DJ that are nice. They were like $1,000 a piece. This is from back in the day, though, when I was, you know, when I was coming up, club DJ. Come on, let's drop that pit bull on them real quick. Yeah. (laughs) But they got, they need like new cartridges and they're big too and they're heavy. I don't know where to put them. But either way, boy, we've got way off track on that. But if you keep those, who knows what those could be worth down the line. That's true. But it was, it was funny running to Goodwill real quick to find a CD player and Goodwill delivered as they always do. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Goodwill. You know, that's what you did with your daughter. I got an email over the weekend. I've been dreading for a while. What's that? I got an email about my daughter's dance photos. 
Okay. Now, my daughter's in dance. She loves dance. She has phenomenal teachers. Fun. She has a, a riot when she goes. That's awesome. Couldn't be more excited about her just getting into something and loving what she does. Heck yeah. The problem is, last year when she did photos, we ordered the whole the whole sh- schmo, right? Give us the knee shooters. Right. I'm, I do what I wanted. Photos. We had like buttons made. Right. We got the whole thing. Probably cost me like 200 bucks. Hell if I know. I didn't have anything to do with it. Worth every penny. I just said if she wants it, go ahead and get it. Because we're going to send some buttons to grandma and grandpa and everything. Baby girl gets it. We get, all right, we do picture day. Boom. She looks cute as a button. Right. You know, because they get all dolled up and everything. Yep. Great. Fun. Boom. We get the package like a month later. Mm-hmm. And when it gets into my hands, I looked at it and thought, first thing, this is somebody else's package. It didn't even look like her? I was like, somewhere there are parents of a butt-ugly kid <laughs> looking for their package. And I got it. And I almost kind of stood up and said, hey, is, you know, I'm assuming, you know, Gwendolier's dad, mom and dad. <laughs> everybody, everybody with an ugly kid, raise your yeah. hand. I got your photo packet. Hey, Aniagos calling. And it took me, it honestly, God, it took me five seconds to realize that's Murphy in this picture. It honest to what God. What did they do to her? I have no idea. Did they put extra makeup on? Dude, it was like, I don't know if like the shadowing was all wrong, whatever. <laughs> it, it Even my wife was sitting next to me, and I kind of, you know, did the whole look. Yeah. Hey, this is terrible. And Andrea, it was like just a wave of, she's like, thank God, I thought it was the only one. <laughs> it is the worst photo of my daughter that has ever been taken. Really? And what like, the heck did they do? I couldn't tell you. And this literally is nothing to do with my daughter. My daughter is the cutest little oh, bug. she's an angel. On earth. She's and an angel. You would be hard-pressed to take a, like, if you set out as a lone goal of taking an awful picture of my daughter. You probably couldn't achieve this level? You couldn't, you couldn't, this was a master class on just butt ugly. So what are you, are you going for, are you going to pre-order the whole package again? Well, but here's the deal, is Murphy was so excited about it, like she put the Aww. little button on her back, God knows I ain't going to tell her. But I'm always like turning the photo like inside out. <laughs> you know, like, just put a different button on there. Sweetheart, you don't understand, this is this is not your best foot forward. And she's like, I want to get photos again, because she, honestly, I think she's done with dance this year. Okay. Because she wants to do gymnastics now. Oh, good. My daughter did that for a little bit, too. So I'm like, fine. Whatever you want to do, we'll sign you up. We'll let you go. But I think like this may be her last go-round of dance photos. And I don't know if I even want to pay for money. Like I want to see proofs right. of what it is they before should, I put money down. They should let you. You would think. But I, I, what am I supposed to want? Hey, you made my kids super ugly. I want my money back. <laughs> That's there, a tough sell. There was that time that my son got his school pictures back, mm-hmm. and I just wasn't ready for the look that he had on his face. And when I flipped him over, and the poor poor Vincent, man, he's such a tender kid, just like me, and I flipped him over and laughed Oof. because the, the look he had on his face was so ridiculous. I was like, did you not know they were about to take your picture? <laughs> utter surprise. Like, did they, like, surprise, boom, take your picture. <laughs> ah! <laughs> and I felt bad because he was kind of self-conscious about it, yeah. but I just wasn't ready. And I laughed at his school picture. Yeah. that's It's a tough one, man. On the flip side, Everett, and this, I believe, could be a little bit of me, because my dad has always said, as long as I have been on this earth, you are a, let's just say, Jack Blank. And I try to ruin photos. Yeah. 
I'll make really big, stupid smiles. Right. <laughs> so everyone's, all right, everyone, three, two, one, and... <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, it is for me. That's, that's hilarious to ruin a memory like that for and, your family. And now my son does the exact same thing, even though like I never pulled him aside. I never told him anything. This is karma coming full circle. Right. Like when we're in Hawaii, we have this great volcano in the background. The sunset's perfect. I got a nice smile. Andrew's got a nice smile. There's Murphy looking gorgeous. And then there's this doofus the chickens have come home to roost oh in the worst way you know he's (laughs) mouth all open and everything i can see like his tonsils in the picture oh man i don't know if i'm gonna do these pictures or not well get some proof first i i I, is it okay if i ask like i want to see what she looks like before i'm putting any money now would it be so bad to say hey last year y'all done screwed up these Mm. pictures i want to see what they look like before i drop 200 dollars on photos again or maybe i pay with paypal and i can dispute the charges later right (laughs) why because my daughter's butt ugly in them (laughs) want my money back (laughs) should we do a history my friend yeah All right, Wood, it was on this day all the way, whoops, all the way back in uh, 1852 that we got. Uncle Sam was a staple in recruitment posters during the two world wars, encouraging young men to sign up for the armed forces and lay their lives down for their country. We got uh, Uncle Sam for the first time in the New York Lantern. Okay. I got a fact coming out about Uncle Sam because when I was just grabbing that simple audio clip, I learned something I didn't know about Uncle Sam before. Okay. I figured we'll do that for me. Maybe it's just me later. Look at you working ahead. Sometimes the good Lord just blesses you with one. Mm -hmm. It was on this day in 2006. Do you feel better? No. Oh, come on, children. What can be so bad? It's Salisbury Steak Day. Isaac Hayes quit South Park uh, after the show mocked his religion. He said there is a place in the world for satire, but there is a time when satire ends and intolerance and bigotry towards religious beliefs of others begins. Okay. Now, I would 100% be on his side if he wasn't in the first nine seasons of South Park. Right, where they were dunking on everything. Christianity, everything. And then the second they turn their attention on Scientology, now you got a problem with it? Get the hell out of here. Nobody's safe in the South Park world. Well, and that's the thing. So you can't be there and laugh at everyone else and not be able to laugh at yourself. But you know what would happen is if he was a part of this and then he goes to the next Scientology meeting, they'd probably stab him. Tom Cruise would be like, hey, Isaac, what's up, dude? Yeah. So Nibiru uh, doesn't like this. That's a tough spot to put yourself in. But then they killed Chef. Well, he had it coming. <laughs> you, man. Hopefully Scientology can save him. I, you you got to have your head on a swivel. I started watching that Leah Remini uh, documentary about, I think it's called Leaving Scientology, like mm-hmm. her reality show. I don't know. There's so, look, I love Leah Remini in King of Queens. She was great and saved by the bell. There is something about her personality in real life that I do not like at all. Really? Yeah, like I can't watch her in real life. I think she's gorgeous. I think she's a great, hilarious, comedic actress. But I think her real life personality is trash. She was one of the most unlikable characters in TV on King of the Hill. Or, or, King of uh, Queens? King of Queens. I disagree. I disagree. She, her and Doug, that that marriage sucked. I'll agree. That was Just brutal. Well, dude, what kind of sitcom would it be? Like, hey, look at this happily married couple who never argues about anything, and they both just constantly do the right thing. Well, that's, there's a, I think there's a 
pretty wide gap between what you just described and what they were, which was literally going to war every single episode, lying and cheating behind each other's back. Hey, that's the way it is out there sometimes. It'd be getting real sometimes. Arthur, save that show. Oh, 100%. That show would not have been as good without Jerry Stiller on it. Not even close. Not even close. Uh, It was on this day in 2020, which is crazy to think about. To unleash the full power of the federal government in this effort today, I am officially declaring a national emergency. Mm. COVID-19, the pandemic is considered a national emergency, freeing up $50 billion in funds in the United States. Well, do you remember, like, Friday, I think, was the anniversary of Rudy Gobert of the Utah Jazz, now plays for the Timberwolves, got up and started tapping all the microphones, like, joking around. Oh, yeah. And then went and tested positive for COVID. <laughs> that didn't age well, did and it? And shut down the NBA. Yeah. And then that is kind of what just all of a sudden, everything shut down. I, hell, I was in a hospital room in Vegas two I years, remember that. Well, three I, years ago. I remember you saying, like, hey, I got to fly to Vegas. My dad's in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, cool. You know, we'll we'll just we'll limp it along. I'll see you when you get back. Yeah. And then it's like, I didn't see you for, like, two months after that. Remember, yeah. you, you did the show from your ho- closet at home. Yeah. And I was here. And, dude, I remember the first time leaving my house after all this stuff happened. And I was scared, dude. Like, I'm, I'm embarrassed now to look back and be like. We didn't was, know any better. I was afraid to get gas. I was afraid to touch the gas. But mm-hmm. I, I, I thought at some point my common sense would kick in and be like, but they were, whatever. Everybody wore rubber gloves to the right. you know, grocery store. People washing their groceries when my, I got home. That was my wife. I would go to the liquor store and get something to drink. And she'd make me wash it before I drank it. Wow, what would she know? I was like, that's alcohol. That's self-disinfecting, <laughs> baby. You ain't got to worry about that. Glug, glug. <laughs> Golly, what a wild time mm-hmm. that was. All right, and of course, uh, dude, I, there was not one birthday of note today. Not a single one. That I could even find, yeah. Mm. It's like sometimes birthdays struggle a little bit. Uh, th- it was really bad. Uh, I want to thank Carrie texting in, making me feel better about my family photos. Uh, she says, my son started giving me the finger in all my pictures that I would take. Then my other two kids started to follow, do the same thing. So now we have pictures from confirmation to individual pictures with my kids always giving me the fringe. Jeez. Hey, I'm going to put that uh, 200 points on the... I'm giving that 200 points on the trash flash scale if your kids are giving you the... If your kids are giving you the finger in a picture. Confirmation. That's in the Lord's house. Man, I'm sorry. Show some respect. Look, we've all accidentally caught points off the trash flash yeah. before. You're, you're getting 200 on that one. I flicked off a lot of people in photos as well. But that was the go-to. Not confirmation, confirmation. though. You got your godfather there. I bet you there is no picture of you flicking off your mom. <laughs> Oh, no, I've had a couple of those. That's she's gangster. not looking, though. That's gangster. Hey, she's had a coming a time or two. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know what, though? If it's your birthday today, happy birthday to you. You there are the you most go. famous person having a birthday today. I like that.